Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the K and VBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. We've been studying together through the book of Hebrews for now several months, and we're in chapter number 12. Today we're going to look at verse number 12 and verse number 13 and maybe another one or two, but uh, we've been studying in this chapter now for five broadcasts. We finished chapter 11, and uh, we actually didn't do some of the final verses of that chapter just so we could get moving, but that chapter is a chapter about faith. And the entire thrust of that chapter, the theme of the text, is faith. Faith is defined at the outset of the chapter. It is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things that are not seen. It's displayed later in the chapter through creation, through Abel, through Enoch, through Abraham, through Sarah, through Noah, through Moses, through Joshua, and on it goes. We see faith lived out. Faith is dependence. Faith is reliance. Faith is trust in God. Total dependence upon the Lord. Faith doesn't have to see it. Faith doesn't have to feel it. Faith doesn't have to handle it. Faith just believes God and takes him at his word. Because of faith, we're to live by faith. We get chapter 12. Because we can overcome by faith, because we can get the victory by faith, because we can see God do miracles by faith, we're to run our race with patience. Now, if you look at the chapter, it's a continuation. Wherefore, it says in verse number 1 of chapter 12, because of the example of chapter 11, I'm exhorted in chapter 12 to press on. It's amazing what Moses went through and yet he finished. What Noah faced, yet he finished. What Abraham experienced, yet he finished. What uh, uh, you go on, Joshua, yet he finished. And the Bible gives us the example that faith enables us to finish. Faith enables us to overcome if we'll live by faith, and because of that, we have chapter 12. Now you do it. Now you apply it. Now you take that, and you put it to work in your own life. Wherefore, run the race. Wherefore, don't quit. Wherefore, press on. Our motivation is Jesus. Our fuel for the, the race is faith. Our motivation to finish is Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher, of our faith. We don't look at success. We don't look to money. We don't look to comfort. We don't look to ease. We consider Christ. We run because of Christ. We continue because of Christ. We stay at it because of Jesus Christ. Then we got into the subject of chastisement. Verse 5 through verse 11 largely deals with chastisement. Chastisement is correction with a purpose. It is correction for betterment. It is correction to instill a principle. Discipline is not fun, but the fruit of discipline is enjoyable. I don't like to discipline my child, but I do like a disciplined child. I don't like to correct my child, but I like the fruit of the correction. And God is the same way. God does not take pleasure out of punishing his children. He does not take pleasure out of correcting his children, but God takes great pleasure in a Christian who's growing in grace, and that comes through this correction. It's also evidence that God loves us. A father will correct his child if he loves his child. 
It is not love to go without correcting. It is not love to let a child cross the road without teaching them look both ways. It is not love to let a child take a fork and stick it in an electrical outlet without smacking their hand and saying, hey, don't do that. It'll shock you. That's not love. Love is correcting, correction with a purpose, to make them stronger, to make them better, to help them grow. God loves us. The evidence of his love, one of them, comes through chastisement. So we're not to despise it. We're not to reject it. We're not to faint when the rebuke comes. We're to take it and we're to grow from it. All right, so we have that principle given to us in verse 5 down through verse number 11. And just as we would reverence our earthly father and love our earthly father for correcting us, more than that, we should reverence and love and respect our heavenly father for correcting us in life. It's not a sign that he hates us. It is the evidence that he loves us. Now, today we're going to read verse number 12. We have that word again, wherefore. The first wherefore in verse 1 looked back to chapter 11. This next wherefore in verse 12 looks back to verse number 1 through verse number 11. All right? It says, wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. All right, let's think about these together. The thrust of this chapter, really the thrust of all of Hebrews is endurance and continuance. The writer is writing to these people to not quit, to not turn back, to not faint. That word's mentioned several times. And the exhortation is to press on. Don't you quit. Though people slander you, don't you quit. Though your family forsake you, don't you quit and go back to the old ordinances of the law. You stick with Christ and go forward in the gospel. Stay at it. All right, so we see that emphasized strongly in these verses. The thrust of the chapter and the thrust of the book is press on. These two verses exhort lift up hands which hang down, Strengthen the feeble knees. The sense is don't be drooping down. Don't be drooping around weak need. Straighten up your shoulders. Lift up your head. Put some, uh, put some cement down your backbone. Get some steel in your legs. Stand up. Stand strong. Be steadfast and unmovable and make straight paths for your feet. Now, that phrase takes our thinking back to a runner in a race. You run straight ahead. You don't swerve to the right. You don't swerve to the left. You don't look for the exit ramp. You're in the fast lane going forward, and you're there to stay. Straight paths for your feet. In other words, he's saying get up, get going, and stay in the race. Don't stop. You might get knocked down, but get up. You might get stalled, but get going. You're not going to quit. Don't mope around. Don't hang your head. Don't shuffle your feet. Don't pooch out your lip. You say it's hard. You're commiserating, sitting there like you're miserable, passing out invitations to a personal pity party, and you're the guest of honor. Stop doing that. Get up. Hey, lift up the hands which hang down. Hey, strengthen those feeble knees. Make straight paths for your feet. You've not gone through what Abel went through. You've not gone through what Noah went through. You've not faced yet what Abraham faced. You've not endured like Moses did. Joshua made it around the walls of Jericho. You mean to tell me what you're facing is enough to make you quit? No, I don't think so. Get up and march. Get up and walk. Get up and press on. Keep running your race. Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down on the feeble knees. He's saying get some old-fashioned guts and grit and character and just stay at it. We have such a soft generation today. Oh, they quit the moment it gets hard. They're out the moment it's not popular. They can't take one little bit of slander. They're done. They're done. No, that's not Bible Christianity. 
Bible Christianity is running the race. Bible Christianity is lifting up hands that are hanging down. Bible Christianity is having to train out feeble knees for fortified knees and staying at it and standing strong. All right? Let's look at the verse. Stop moping around. Don't think about quitting. Forget it. Erase it from your vocabulary. You're not the only one who's going through what you're going through. You're not the only one who has unfavorable circumstances. Think about all that crowd in Hebrews 11, yet they did it by faith. A runner who's lame is tempted to turn out of the way. I've watched some of those videos of races where a runner gets a cramp and all of a sudden they pull up lame or you see it and they they, they grab their hamstring and then they, they kind of uh, hobble off to the side. That's the thought here. That's not what we're going to do. We're not going to turn out of the way. You don't reach down when the pain comes and say, you know what, I'm going to quit. No, you reach down deep inside yourself and say, his grace is sufficient for thee. By faith, I'll press on. We don't turn out of the way. The writer admonishes us, hey, you might have an achy muscle. You might get a wound, whatever it might be. You, you, you might need some healing. But hey, listen, that healing will come. You'll be made stronger. You just keep pressing on. The thrust of this chapter is to keep on running your race. You run it with patience. You run it with perseverance. You run through the pain. You run through the peril. But you run. You run at all costs. It won't be easy. There might be opposition. It might seem difficult, but you never quit. You never quit. You never drop out. You never slack up. You never turn back. Remember those who've gone before. Remember those who are in the grandstand of glory. Remember the cheering from the compassing witness. Remember Jesus who went to the cross, who endured the suffering, despised the shame, was nailed to a tree, and yet he did it for me and he did it for you. Remember that and keep your eye on the, on the finish line. Who is Christ? Consider Calvary. Keep running your race. Lift up. Lift up those hands which are hanging down, preacher. Lift up those hands that are hanging down, Sunday school teacher. Lift up those hands that are hanging down, bus worker. Lift up those hands that are hanging down, mama. Lift up those hands that are hanging down, daddy. Lift up those hands that are hanging down, prayer warrior. Strengthen those feeble knees, soul winner. It's not time to get out. It's time to get in. It's not time to stop. It's time to get started. It's not time to sprint the wrong way. Hey, it's time to sprint full speed ahead toward the finish line, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Hey, I want to encourage you. Don't you quit today. You stay at it. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.